the way. We wanted men. Welcome to episode 126 of the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast, your favorite Star Wars podcast for smugglers in the galaxy. I'm Glenn. With me as always is Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey, Glenn. Hey, this is our this is a very special episode. We have got Tony Johnson, Sam Sams from uh, West Virginia and Narayan Narek with us to recap our 2022s. This is an episode we've been in the works for a few weeks and we're finally doing it. So uh, guys, how y'all doing tonight? Good. Good. How are you? Good. I was gonna I was gonna say they're not gonna say anything and then they're all gonna say something at the same time. <laughs> that's, that's, we fit right in on a show then, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, what'd you say? Go ahead. Yeah. Huh? Huh? What? That's what somebody, I think Tony said, like 90% of the shows, like me and Jason stopping each other from stepping on each other. So we're just like, I'm just going to go with it from now on. Just not yeah. even say I'm sorry. Just start talking over him or let him talk over me. And just then Jason's like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm like, dude, we're good. That's the Midwestern part of me, I guess, going <laughs> out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but whatever. So, so we're, talking, uh, we're talking 2022 or do you want to? Let's just. Pickups. Would you guys pick up recently in the past week or so? Tony, you want to go first? Um, yeah. I mean, nothing. Uh, nothing really Star Wars related. I got some uh, Mythic Legion stuff and um, GI Joe stuff, modern wise. Um, I haven't gotten. Well, I take that back. I got the uh, Walmart uh, Boba Fett's. Uh, I ended up getting two, so I didn't have to pay shipping because that's really a smart way to collect. Good they for are you. just to pay twice as much to save five dollars. They are <laughs> the exact same Boba Fett as the Book of Boba Fett version, just a different paint job. Yeah, I like yes. the paint job a lot more on this one. Uh, I did yeah. too. Yeah, that I, was my I, that was my pickup this week. But I picked up the Target one because it was ten dollars, and I got like halfway through the register and was like, "Damn, this don't look good." But for ten dollars, I still got it because it was it's the rearmored version. Yeah. Oh, I also got the uh, battle damage Tie Fighter um, from the Micro Galaxy Squadron nice. for four dollars. Nice. Sweet, target. is that your first one? Um, I had already gotten the Amazon deal with the with the Tie Fighter and the Blind Box, but for four bucks, can't yeah. beat it. No, can never have enough Tie Fighters. No, that's correct. Sam. I actually stopped at a Walmart for the first time forever this morning because you guys have been talking. I haven't bought any of the uh, Micro Galaxy Squadron stuff yet, but because you guys talk about it so much, you know, kind of makes me interested in it. And I stopped at a Walmart here this morning on the way to work uh, just to see if any of it had been put on clearance yet. It hadn't yet up here. So it's still there are a lot of uh, Sodge Ventress ships and uh, uh Razor crests and stuff like that still waiting around. So still got to. I'm kind of. I might pick one or two of them up if they go on clearance, and I'll definitely be hunting the Ahsoka Starship uh, chase vehicle. I guess it's starting to come out a little bit, but 
uh, not around here. So, but uh, I did the only, the only thing I picked up in the last uh, week or so. I got the uh, the prototype Luke Skywalker from Target, Target exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually picked that up for a friend. It's it's not a part of my collection, but um, but I did. It, it came here, so I got to see it. And then um, I did get the uh, a week or so ago. I got the uh, vintage collection. Um, oh shoot, the uh, Dark Trooper from Mandalorian, okay. the, the, the deluxe, deluxe uh, Dark Trooper. I had ordered those off of it. I'd originally ordered them off of Pulse, but then they came. Amazon had a nice sale on them, so I canceled the Pulse order and got them from Amazon. They've already they've already arrived, so it's a pretty cool figure. Yeah, I'm waiting on Target to ship me mine because yeah, I got mine for like twenty bucks each from a Target sale, and I'm not paying twenty seven bucks for those. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's well, weird that Walmart's discounting the micro galaxy. They haven't discounted the micro galaxy stuff, and Target has, so it's just weird. I think Walmart's just too lazy, or they just don't get care. Around to it. Yeah. Get around to it. Yeah. And I think, I think it's all. Oh. I was... <laughs> don't tell you talk. You talk. I was just going to say I think it's all a the, you know the same skew thing. Yeah, for series one I... and series two, and Walmart is. I mean, they seldom discount stuff. If it's gonna if it's gonna be the same skew, you know, they're gonna keep it on the pegs until you know hell freezes over. Right. And and I think Walmart is more uh, per the store to the store uh, manager versus Target being like all over the place. But I also think that's what's causing the delay in Series 2 coming out is the same skew. And Target's not going to put out new product if it's discounted. Because I actually had somebody tell me because I asked them to look at the number and they said if the number it's showing up as a disc or a discounted item, they're going to show zero in the back. So I think that's causing the 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 uh, the delay and the 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 shipment. Just what else? Why am the distribution issues? That's the word. Yeah, I haven't seen any series two stuff at all in in my area, and I'm already on the border of West Virginia, Ohio. So I see some stuff in Ohio stores and West Virginia. I haven't seen anything series two at all. I saw them hitting today in California, so I think they're going to start flooding the market here. Good. Narayan, you get anything? Uh, not so much local pickups, just a f- few <clears throat> arrivals in the mail. Um, I got the same Python Boba Fett that you guys mentioned before um, from Walmart. I'll bust it up in its bubble mailer. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty typical, um, unfortunately. Um, I did get um, the custom retro robot um, metal Russian bootlegs from Gonzalo Diaz Frias. Um, mm. Those arrived from Spain. Um, and I remember those those have been kind of delayed for a few years, so I've really look, been looking forward to it. So I got a, it. was a Darth Vader and a C-3PO. Um, and uh, they're pretty cool figures. Um, I just opened up just to make sure everything was intact, but I haven't really examine them closely but really nice presentation really nice quality um vintage style um bootlegs they kind of reminded me of model trims <clears throat> yeah i think they're modeled in the same way but they're made in in russia um and they're made by the same sculptor who produced i guess you know the russian bootlegs are called oratat and um 
it's the same sculptor that made that one. So, um, but yeah, I think some of the packaging does resemble uh, model trim stuff. And uh, yeah. um, I think the artwork that he uses is from like one of these Russian bootleg Star Wars books. Uh, I think Trevor Wenzel from California has one of these books and he showed it to me. And uh, um, it's kind of neat that uh, it uses that same artwork. But yeah, it has like a little insert that resembles a model trim, um, has really nice kind of padding and everything in there, a nice collectible card, a COA. Uh, so it's it's pretty nice. Um, other than that, the only other thing I picked up was there's a card back that I got um, off one of the Facebook groups. Um, it's an Ugnot card back, which is... <laughs> Um, kind of unusual. I would collect that one, but actually, it's got a pretty cool um, Boba Fett sticker on the back of it. Oh, nice! Um, which is kind of like the free. It's it's a, a Dutch Clipper Boba Fett sticker, which I had seen before on some other cards, but had never been able to get one. And this one um, looked like it was in great shape um, on a nice card back. So um, I was glad to have that. It has some of the same kind of line artwork that you see in some of the Palatoy um boba fett advertisements so um it's kind of neat to get that yeah so. i was waiting for you to bring it back around the boba fett because like there's <laughs> got to be a boba fett reason why either <laughs> there's a reason why you got that ugnot card yeah it's a pretty cool looking card other than it's ugnot but <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no this week unfortunately I've, well, not unfortunately but um i've had to really concentrate on getting ready for celebration europe and kind of getting our swag swag project underway so i hadn't noticed at all ryan well that hasn't been publicly announced yet either so he can't really say anything it's not really publicly announced but um yeah it's kind of the deadlines are approaching fast with like set you know something 60 plus days till celebration um and uh yeah, so I needed to make sure I need to get got everything into production so that we'd get them back in time. So it's crazy that it's that soon. Yeah, and I guess the first announcements came through today, which is yeah. kind of crazy for yeah. guests, at least. So yeah. yeah, and it's nothing too crazy for guests this year, or at least right now, it doesn't seem like it's too. It's a normal yeah, it's guest, like the usual regulars. So yeah, well, and I guess Princess the only th- yeah. The only real like, oh, wow, would, would be the Juan Carlos. That would be the only one that would be an interest, you know, like a, a, a good get for celebration. So we're seeing him in Atlanta next month. <laughs> yeah. Juan Carlos. I'm waiting for like a couple of more people to drop for that con, but I haven't, you know, it, it seems like a good con, but I, I'm, yeah. I we're no talking about the Atlanta Comic Con, which is yeah. at the end of yeah. February. Now the ATL Comic Convention, isn't it? Yes. Oh, is that what they're calling it now? Soon to yeah. be the Hotlanta Comic Con. <laughs> we don't call it Hotlanta. I know, that's why I say that. Adventure that was called ATL Com Con <laughs> or something like that. Shorten everything. What about yeah. you, Glenn? Did you pick anything up in the past two days since we recorded? Uh, the only other thing was that uh, Boba Fett from Target that was $10 that yeah. is the rearmored dad bod Fett, which... Like you guys said, I like the damaged paint a lot better, but it's a ten dollar Boba Fett. What are you gonna do? It was hard. It was kind of kicking myself for leaving it on the peg a few weeks ago, and then when I found it again, it was worth picking up. So, and 
I'm kind of in the, you know, not trying to buy anything right now anyway, because I've been moving stuff around and it sucks. Yeah. I need to, I need to figure out spacing. You're going to New Orleans too. Yeah. Or actually right now I'm in New Orleans. Well, now it's relative. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I see Tony like (laughs) trying to figure that out. I figured it out. I figured it out. Okay. Okay. Or actually, oh, I'm wow. driving back from New Orleans right now. Okay. Yeah. Unless you're listening to this on Wednesday, you trick. you're already home. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, the only thing I did is uh, I finished this life-size 3D printed, articulated, fully articulated monkey lizard, who I'm calling Luscious P. Crumb. <laughs> um. It's been an adventure making that. I'm, I'm making a second one right now for Rich, and we're going back and forth, and the hands seem to be a little bit too big for what mm-hmm. you see in Return of the Jedi. So I remodeled the hands and, and shrunk those down. So I might reprint some of it and work it. But, um, yeah, I have a fully <laughs> full-scale monkey lizard sitting on my couch right now. It's pretty funny. Oh, picture that. It looks pretty cool. We started left. Has it scared you yet? Have you walked into your room and go, oh crap, yeah. what is that? No, I it's pretty funny how you like it's pretty intricate, I should say, how you have to get elastic to tie everything together. It's kind of put together and held together like a G.I. Joe in a way. Uh, or uh, one... uh 12 inch Chewbacca. Sure. Is he is 12 inch Chewbacca rubber band held together elastic? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah the old Kenner ones there, they have like elastic uh yeah, I haven't gotten... No, you go. Wait, is this a so this wasn't a 3D printed thing? Yeah, it it's 3D printed. Okay. And then I had to put elastic on it. And uh, where was I going with all that? I don't remember. Oh, I started laughing when I finished it. I just started laughing for like five minutes straight because I just thought it was hilarious and fun. So, like salacious crumb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, Jason, if you had to estimate like a cost on that, what would you have, like the material and stuff? Yeah, I've the material. All these cool things. 3D printed, and I, in my head, it you know, it's like, oh, yeah, that must have cost 300 bucks to make, but I'm sure it didn't. I mean, your 3D printer is going to be anywhere between 300 to 400 dollars, but it, assuming you already have that, the materials itself, yeah. the the filament, um, I probably went to three spools, so that's about 60 bucks, and then paint, you know, a, pa- a spray paint can. I only went through one of those, uh, some acrylic paint to do the eyes and do a brown wash, um, and then a ceiling. Uh, um, something to seal it up with. So, all now, in maybe. Yeah, there's sand. Yeah, there's. Thank you. There was filler primer. I forgot about that too, Tony. Thanks. That's about seven bucks. And you sand that down to try to get rid of the print lines the best you can. And so, all in, that's probably eighty, ninety bucks. Nice. Same scale as the uh, ones at Galaxy's Edge. No, this is bigger. That's bigger. Okay. Yeah, I'd say the one in Galaxy's Edge is. Maybe like a quarter of the size. Yeah, because that one sits on your shoulder. Yeah, this one's this one would fall over if you sat on my shoulder. This movie size or bigger than movie size? They say it's they said it's full full scale life size, so it's supposed to be movie size one one. But like I was saying, comparing it to photos of Salacious Crumb, the arm the hands itself are a little too big. So there's some modification I feel like I might need to do, but I. I know in uh, what is Resistance, that show Resistance that they had, there was like monkey lizards and monkey apes. And I don't know if 
Lucasfilm has gone ahead and changed the canon. So, you know, it might be that in the movie, but it's actually this now and going forward, this is what we want monkey lizards to look like. So I, I just need to look at the clone wars and compare it to that and, and resistance and all that to see if it's really just one person's interpretation or is this how Lucasfilm is doing monkey lizards now? Well, you'll probably find out in a month and a half. I yes. think you will. I probably could just watch the trailer. It's it's in a couple of the trailers. It's a bunch of monkey lizards in a tree, and then the last trailer there was one close up. Yeah, but there was like not a banana or anything for scale there. So <laughs> no, no space bananas. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's all I got. Fun project making yeah, a but... second one. So yeah, we wanted to talk about 2022 with you, gents, and uh, your experiences and what you picked up um favorites and things like that so i guess let's start off with tv shows uh lucasfilm dropped four different shows technically i guess three maybe three and a half uh book of boba fett Andor, obi-wan and tales of the jedi i guess we'll start with tony tony what were your favorites of that bunch was book of boba fett 2022 yeah. wow yeah. right so at the start of the year um i mean Andor was top of the pile i think um I, i'm really worried about mandalorian just because um the the quality of andor was so high i'm not really sure how i'm gonna feel about a uh, mandalorian coming up <laughs> um i mean it's very different storytelling so you know yeah uh very, pretty much a different audience i think well not a different audience it's all star wars audience but yeah, I don't know, but I think Andor was, you know, tip top. Um, uh, Tales of the Jedi was good, um, but I, I I don't really remember a whole lot about it at this point. A few months on, you get your Ahsoka and you've got your Count Dooku episodes. Yeah, yeah, it I was a good. Remember, it was a good filler and um, Zootopia. They did the same thing with Zootopia, so I'm curious if they're going to do the same thing with other, seeing you know, series or movies from now on. Yeah, where they just kind of filled in, did some filler stuff. It'll be fun. I think part of the problem is I've gotten used to watching stuff week to week, and I kind of watched all those at once, and they tend not to stick when I do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Book of Boba Fett. Uh, there's not a whole lot to say there. <laughs> it hasn't been said. Uh, that was a good uh, last two two and a half episodes. Yeah, uh, when it was the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. the The book of Mandalorian was great. Yeah, <laughs> but and what was the fourth? Uh, Obi Wan. How, how oh dare you, gosh. sir? How dare you? Wow! Insult you and McGregor like so. <laughs> I can't even believe that. I, I I have to blame Celebration. I think the the hangover from Celebration was so much that I just. It's all a blur. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I totally forgot about everyone. How about you, Sam? I like. I'm. I'm a true Star Wars nerd. I like all of it. Um, I I do prefer like some more than others. For me, um, I probably enjoyed um, Tales of the Jedi the best. I'm I'm a Clone Wars person. I really love love that stuff. Um, so, I, 
what left me wanting more the most was Clone War or was Tales of the Jedi because it made me think of all the you know void. It was, like like Tony said, it, they dropped all at once. So really, in about an hour, you watched all of it, and it was it was there and gone all at one time. So that left me you know wanting more content on that front. So I really enjoyed that. Um, of the four, um, you know, I'll just I'll just be the one to defend Book of Boba Fett a little bit. I mean, I didn't hate it. Like, I mean, I get the problems with it, but I'm not a big Boba Fett um, fan. I, you know, that's not my favorite character. So I cover your ears, Narayan. <laughs> well, yeah, I I just didn't have as high expectations as most people, you know, did, and I totally get it. But I I actually have found. So if we were rating these four shows as to which ones I've I've rewatched the most, you know how you know if you're just working around the house and you you know, flip something on, probably Kenobi's what I've watched the least, but I have found the Book of Boba Fett is much more tolerable, with the exception of the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger <laughs> kids. <laughs> Take those, you know, those I can't defend, but with the exception of that, I found Book of Boba Fett actually pretty enjoyable to watch a second time through um, once you kind of know what you're in for when the expectations aren't there. But, um, uh, but I, I enjoy it all about the only, um, but the only thing that I haven't liked that's come out in the Disney era has been resistance. I, I, that's the only thing that I haven't watched any, any, I watched a little bit of the first season was like, this isn't for me. I can't, I can't watch this anymore. But, <laughs> but um, so we had, Tales of the Jedi. What was the what was the fourth one that I'm missing? Andor. 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 I I by the time the ending came, I really enjoyed Andor, and it is a totally. I I was one of the people that during the first three or four weeks was like, "What the heck is this show?" I mean, it's, I need more Star Wars in my Star Wars. Was was kind of where I was. I was one of those folks, um, and. and and I really, I do, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it a lot. And I'm looking forward to season two. Like, I, I wish it came out next week. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm real excited for it. Um, but I, I also, I also like more swashbuckling adventures in, in my Star Wars. I, I don't need a, a deep Breaking Bad type storyline in my <laughs> Star Wars. But, but I, I enjoy it all. I enjoy it all. Nice. It was, I'm looking for this year's going to be amazing. 23 is going to just be amazing with all the stuff that's coming out. Yep. How about you, Narayan? Well, I'm kind of, I, I agree with Sam in that, you know, I liked all four of them. Um, but, um, I mean, of those four, uh, far and away, Andor is the most um, quality, I think. Um, just both in terms of storytelling, writing, um, acting, and just the production values. I mean, having you know, real sets and real locations and a well thought out story with pacing that was appropriate. Um, so you could really get to know the characters, um, you know, and really, you know, unlike the other three series, which really kind of felt like mini series, um, that felt like, you know, something that was like on par with, you know, things like Game of Thrones or, you know, Breaking Bad or something, just, you know, it's um, a whole story arc that was kind of developed and they took their time telling a good story. Um, and, 
you know, for those that stuck with it, I think, you know, it paid off big time. Um, but yeah, incredible visuals. Um, and yeah, I loved it from, you know, first episode to the, to the last and, uh, still think it's the best, some of the best stuff. It is the best stuff in the Disney era right now, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the other three, um, of the other three, I think probably liked Kenobi the next, um, it had its, um, there were some moments which were a little cringeworthy in Kenobi, but overall, very enjoyable show. Um, really, you know, Ewan and, and um, Hayden really carried that show along with um, um, Indira Verma. And, um, um, yeah, of course, you know, the, the climactic duel between Vader and Obi-Wan, I think that that, that was just a classic moment from that show. Um, and I liked the twist with, with him rescuing Leia. Um, and so, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed that show. There were some funny moments there, like where he's smuggling Leia out of the, out of the fortress inquisitorius under his coat, which were a bit silly. But um, other than that, um, you know, that well, it wasn't a bad show. Uh, again, nowhere near as quality as Andor. Um, Book of Boba Fett, I enjoyed it. Um, again, I think, um, um, as, as Sam said, if you do take out the, uh, um, you know, the teenage, um, biker gang, um, it actually isn't that bad. Um, you know, and I, I almost look at Book of Boba Fett as a, um, almost like a setup show or kind of a middle chapter. I'm sure we're going to see Boba Fett again. And a lot of the characters that are from that show, um, especially crossing over in the same stuff with Mandalorian, um, which we, I mean, we already have seen that and, and with the Ahsoka show probably as well, possibly. Um, so, um, you know, I, I didn't judge it as a standalone show. Um, I think it's just kind of just telling another part of the universe and, you know, it's just setting him up as, you know, this ruler on Tatooine and, um, we'll probably see him again. Um, Tales of the Jedi. Um, I mean, I liked it. It was too short. <laughs> I mean, it just felt like little mini, felt a little bit like the old uh, Gendy Tartakovsky Clone Wars series where they're just giving little snippets. Um, but I mean, I enjoyed them for what they were, um, especially the Dooku arc I thought was really well done. Um, almost would like to see more of that, um, you know, told from a lot of different other, you know, small character perspectives. I think it's a good way of telling a story without having to devote a whole episode. Um, but I kind of feel like they need to do like three or four of those throughout the year rather than just that one. So, but all in all, I actually enjoyed all the Disney plus shows. I mean, there was uh, other than Andor, I didn't think anything was like, you know, home run material, especially in a year where we don't have any movies. Um, but I think Andor made up for it. Yeah. And, and it's, it, it's going to be a while before we get any movies. So yeah, get I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I just want to say in my defense, I didn't hate any of them. <laughs> I, I, I was okay. Way. I was okay with all the shows. They just didn't really make a huge impression. Right. I think and, Orion and, kind of made a point that, um, yeah, they they were they didn't feel like a you know they didn't feel like a cinematic. They were they were you know very much like miniseries or something or mm-hmm. and a lot of filler. Yeah, I I do have to agree with like. I think Andor, the way Andor was shot on like a real stage, 
it's really going to push it's going to have to push the the envelope as far as like the volume because i think now we're going to start noticing the volume more because we got so used to it and we're like oh this is so cool and now that knowing what a real stage live sound stage is like going back to the volume is going to be weird so yeah i agree yeah we'll yeah, see i think we'll see. i think the the, the biggest uh, complain about Kenobi that I've heard other people say that I agree with the most is that it just felt small. And I, I think a lot of that was because it was produced a lot of it during COVID and mm -hmm. things like that. I almost wish they would have waited until now to do Kenobi, you know, when they had full you know, resources at their disposal. But, but I still enjoyed it. That last scene in Kenobi where he's take, when he, where he goes back to Alderaan, um, and it ends up telling, Leia a little bit about Padme and, and Anakin. Just I thought that was perfect. I love mm -hmm. that. It's perfect. Yep. Do you have any questions, Glenn, or do you want me to continue? Go. You got the you got the questions, man. I shared them with you so you can ask some of them. Oh, I gotta dig it up. Hold on. All right, let's talk events. Tony, this was your first celebration, right? If I remember yes. right. Yes. How was it? It was fantastic. Yeah. I was some of the highlights? overwhelmed. Uh, I mean, you know, having the fan table, I, honestly, I'm not sure uh, I could do another celebration <laughs> Amen. without Amen. that. Amen. Uh, I mean, I may not get to, but um, yeah, that was huge. Just being kind of having the ability to come and go without worrying about the crowds. Uh, you know, the crowds are huge. So many people that, you know, I'll see a handful of people here and there, but it's like everyone was there. Yeah. Um the panels were the panels were okay. I mean the lines were were crushing. Like I would love for them to figure out something different so you don't have to wait like you don't have to be in line for like an hour or more just to get to a panel cuz you can't really do a lot. Um you know the collector track that was great. I surprisingly didn't buy a whole lot there. I was basically just taking it in. Mm. Well, flying but, helped with that. Yeah. Yeah. Flying means you don't really get to take a whole lot home, but. You got into the Hasbro panel, right? For celebration? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. How was that? Was it hostile? <laughs> no, I mean, it was. I mean, you know, it was okay. I mean, there was obviously when they pulled out the, the lightsaber. As the HasLab, I think there was visible confusion everywhere. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> but no, it, it was good. And <laughs> um, it was strange that it was sold out, but there were like tons of open seats. Like, I don't really understand how that worked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I got into the, uh, the, um, the SFX panel. Glenn invited me in on that and. That was okay. <laughs> Dude, we all fell asleep during that panel, don't lie. Yeah, it was uh I mean it was cool to see uh, it was cool to see Phil Tippett just being a crazy crazy old man out on stage, but uh I do love that guy. If I could just interrupt you quickly, Tony. Um oh, go ahead. That that show um was actually one of the really good shows that as um kind of the ILM retrospective show yeah. on Disney Plus. Yeah, um, we we sounds like it was much better than the panel that you just mentioned. But, oh, the, um, the, I really enjoyed it. The show compared to the panel, the pan, the show 
was a hundred thousand times better than the panel. I for, you forget about that show because it's not labeled Star Wars; it's Lucasfilm. But that was a really good uh, retrospective, like you were saying in the yep. in the Lucasfilm. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, a lot of those dudes just, I guess, they aren't really panel guys and. Well, there was nothing exciting happening. There yeah. was no big reveals. They weren't, you know, wasn't Rosario Dawson yeah. bringing out Chopper, you know, that kind of stuff. There was nothing, you know, it was like, oh, you know, we're, you can't film any of this stuff. And there was nothing, you know, incredible there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, everything was just great. Uh, it was just overwhelming. Uh, our trip to, uh, to Death Valley to see the uh, filming sites, you know, oh, yeah. before that was awesome. Um, going to Disneyland and, you know, going to um, Galaxy's Edge. For the first time, I've never been to Galaxy's wow. Edge uh, in Florida or California. So it was just a, it was just an all around great time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm jealous of the way you guys did that trip because y'all did it right. You took a couple of days beforehand and, and saw the sights and then went do celebration. Yeah. So whereas so, I'm looking at Disney World land going, I want to go in. And we didn't go. So while we have right across the street, while we have both of you, let's talk about visiting those filming sites. How was it to stand in that area? Does, is it an out of body experience to think, wait, this is, I've seen this a billion times before, but I'm there. Like, how did that feel to be in, in the space that they filmed the movie? You want to go go first, Tony? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was thought you were going to go first, but um, um, I think um, David Kevin White stated it best um, is when you're in these locations, you can literally hear the soundtrack in your head. Wow. Um, And it's I was amazed after the first few locations, how much how little they changed and how recognizable they still were. Um. And, you know, we had reference books and everything to kind of line up shots and photos. And, but for the most part, you know, everything looked like it was in that movie. Um, you just had to imagine, you know, like the, the matte painting, you know, or the, the model that would be in the distance or whatever. Um, but, um, no, it, it was, it was just, um, it was just like pure nostalgia and you just, it took you back to the movie and just took you back to being a kid, um, you know, seeing that stuff. And uh, again, you really could just kind of hear the soundtracks when you're, especially like, you know, when you're uh, you know, in some of the Jawa scenes, you just know the exact Jawa music that's playing right as, as things are happening. Um, but that, that was a ton of fun. Um, I, you know, it was, Something I I don't even know who came up with it. Was it me that came up with the idea originally, or who somebody did? But we mentioned it on one of the late night chats. Yeah, I'm going to say it was you, and Thanks. kind of half seriously. And I didn't really know if we were actually going to make be able to make it happen. Um, but I'm glad you know at least a small group of us decided. Okay, we're going to do this, and um, you know, and we uh, we just just went, and it's actually was. I think that was the best part. It was the the shared experience of it all. I think if, you know, one or two of us just went individually, I wouldn't have the same experience, but, um, you know, the fact that like three or four of us came 
from different sites to meet in that place and then kind of, you know, find all these locations. And we each kind of did some independent research and, uh, um, it was, it was, it was, I mean, it was like a bucket list thing. So I, um, I'm hoping we will all do something like that again. So. Yeah. I remember, uh, the first stop we made, we it looked like a place and we got out and we walked up a hill and it's like well this this isn't even it and it's yeah, like it was not i was like was i was starting a, to worry that it was just yeah, a vista. <laughs> yeah i was just starting to worry that we weren't going to find anything and then we take off and go what a mile half a mile and we pull into a parking lot and you walk out of the car and it's like that's exactly where r2d2 was uh was you know going through that little valley area awesome and then you turn around and there's where the uh the sand crawler was. Like literally okay. right there within like, you know, a hundred feet. The other side of the parking lot. Yeah, other side wow. of the parking lot. Well, didn't somebody bring toys or something and y'all try to replicate the pictures? Yeah. Um Yeah, I, I think I, Cedar I think had some figures. My, my David had, had some like figures. his childhood R2 that he wow. had. Um, I forgot I was supposed to bring a sand crawler. I totally forgot as I was leaving the hotel room. <laughs> oh, yeah, we going to yeah. drive. Or I think you you so are you are, did you loan something to me? I can't remember. I was gonna give you an action fleet sand crawler, but you Oh okay. Yeah, it was like one of these that. little titanium sand crawlers, and I totally forgot it in the room just as we drove off, and I'm like, Oh, I think I forgot to pack it. Um but no, we had enough to to shoot with so it was fine and again it's really the shared experience and yeah. i didn't realize how beautiful the place death valley is regardless of the star wars locations it's just you have this impression of what this place is going to be like and you know for me it was like solid desert cracked mud is what i thought but it's so much more beautiful than that um there's so many different looks to death valley and um it's just a gorgeous place to be in and just experience yeah it's death valley you never think uh there are these incredible mountains on either side yeah yeah just massive massive mountains and a gorgeous night sky um you know and just again you just see a lot a lot of there was more color than i thought i'd see um in death valley Ready for the next one? Yeah. Are we done? Are, 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 I just want to make sure. Oh, were we still talking about celebration? I wasn't sure if we were still. Are, you, Sam, about. you've never been to. I, I I don't know what we're talking about yet. Well, we're trying we're, we're Sam, talking about never, Death Valley. Yeah, we we're talking about Death Valley. But uh, Sam, you've never been to a celebration, have you? I've not been to a celebration. Um, if it ever goes back to Orlando, um, I probably would try to go. Um, but my family doesn't like to fly and. Um, that's something that I'd want to take every, but you know, my wife and my son with me for, for them to experience it too. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like, uh, I have the, I, I would have, I, I feel like I'd be more stressed than I would enjoy it. I feel like I'd, I'd be like, kind of like the first time you go to Disney world and you, you think you have to hit every ride and, mm-hmm. and have to have this, but I, I think I knowing my, my own personality, I feel like I would, I would be more wound up and, and not really get to enjoy it and I, I kind of enjoy watching the, the youtube videos and hearing the podcasts and you know as far as announcements and things like that um 
you know, they, they come 10 minutes, you know, someone posts on Facebook or YouTube or someplace, you know, as soon as something happens, you're so you, you feel like you don't miss anything, but, but I would, I, I know that that's not the case and that um, I, I need to get to one, you know, sooner rather than later. So um, I don't know what, when will the next one be here in the States? And that will it be two years after, so will it be 25 or will it be one in 24? You think? I think we'll find out in 63 days. Yep. If it's 60 days of celebration, you know, at the close, they usually announce, we'll see you next year in Orlando or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I have a the feeling. The rumor is that it's next year. Do you wow. hear the, do you have a place? O-Town. It, it sounds like Orlando is the main likely location, but there's nothing that I've heard absolutely confirmed for that. So. You heard it here. It's in Orlando next year, folks. I'm just <laughs> It would be um, awesome if it'd be in Orlando because it's it's driving distance for us. And then I know our wives, Jason, have talked about, you know, going and at least, you know, going and at least seeing what our celebration's all about, but maybe not doing the whole experience and they can go to the beach and chill out at the pool and we'll go have our Star Wars fun. I want to stay at the host hotel. I feel like we messed out. Uh, it, it, I think there's pluses and minuses of that. I think there's more pluses than minuses, but yeah, I could feel you. Yeah, that's one of my regrets is I wish I had had the hookup to get into the one of the main hotels. I, I think for me, one of the main uh, attractions for celebration would be all the guests and autograph opportunities and meet and greets and that kind of thing. I, I've, as my vintage collecting has kind of wound down as I've completed my runs and things like that, that, that I, that I want to buy on the vintage side, um, I've, I found myself getting into more, you know, some autographs and, and some things like that. So I think I would, that, that would be what, what I would be excited for with the celebration would be, you know, getting to meet, you know, some of the actors. And things. That would be a great way to uh, spend a whole lot of money too there. Yeah. yeah. Right. Fast. Right. And, and you'd spend a lot of time in lines because I, I did, they, was it better last year or this year or whatever in, um, than it was in Orlando for autographs? I didn't hear as many complaints this year. Okay. Because I know in Orlando, I wanted to get some autographs and it was just like, you have to wait in this line and you got to wait in that line. Then you got to wait in this line. And it just, I, I was thinking more dragon con where you just walked up to the table and I'm like, here's my money. Give me your no, autograph. It's not and like it's, that. It's not like that. in in uh, celebration. No, and I, I think, I think what Tony said makes a lot of sense as far as the amount of money. Cause you could pay it, pay a premium at, at celebration for for the autographs and for the most part you can you can get a lot of the guests at, at a lot of the other shows throughout the year with maybe with the exception of you and McGregor or you know, one or two of the big big name A list folks but all the all the all the Disney Plus stars you know tend to be at a half dozen to a dozen shows throughout the year around the country so yeah yeah I'm you know, yeah, speaking of which, I'm just I'm looking at another I'm like MegaCon in Orlando. Everybody that was announced in celebration is going to be at MegaCon Orlando. And it'll be at ATL Comic-Con. So it's like I definitely I feel like the stuff that was announced for celebration was not was just like, "Ah, eh, they're going to come here too." But yeah, so, I, yeah, yeah, you are paying a premium. So before we leave celebration, let's just uh, get Narayan's thoughts on it. He's a uh, world-class how many since what celebration two celebration i was three? just actually just doing my own counting right um right then as you guys were talking but i think this and i was my sixth wow. um 
and yeah, Europe coming up here will be my seventh, but my first overseas celebration um, in a few months here. Um, but um, I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed Anaheim other than getting COVID right after, but <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Everybody um, got was, COVID from Anaheim. Yeah, that's the you. only that's except the only swag I didn't get. <laughs> I didn't get it either, man. Well, I don't you. know. Yeah. Um, but one thing I've learned from celebrations is y- you have to make your experience at celebration. Yep. Um, and it's um, I've gone from just spending entire celebrations in the exhibit hall, um, or in panels or in autograph lines um, to basically spending four straight days hanging out. And I didn't realize how much fun that actually is until like the last two or three celebrations that I've been to. And that's how I've realized that like the whole point for me now at celebration is hanging out with the people that I haven't seen face to face and live and in person you know, for whoever knows how long. And it's it's the fact that so many of your friends are there in one place and you can see them all together and talk with with a lot of them. Um, you know, albeit it mo- won't be for long periods um, because celebration is just a blur and it goes by so fast, even though there's, you know, four days of it, it just feels like there's not enough time. Um, and there's no way you can do everything in celebration, of course. Um, and you just, but then I realized it's like, it's not about what I do anymore. It's just, just like, it's just enjoying those small moments now. So, um, yeah, so it's, and once I started doing that, I felt like I didn't really worry about like, you know, all the, Oh, I'm missing out on this or I'm missing out on that. All the announcements, all the panels all eventually tend to get televised or recorded. So that doesn't bother me so much. Now, if there was like one specific actor I wanted to meet, I'd probably make that a priority. Half my celebration and autograph lines. Um, because you get so little time with the actors anyway. Um, oh, yeah, we're losing you, Ryan, a little bit. You're just, you're just celebration. Oh. Uh, loud enough, or we kind of you were breaking you up there. a little. Yeah, we were. You were breaking up a little bit. What were you saying about uh? You were basically saying if you there was a celebrity you wanted an autograph from, you'd make that a priority. Yeah, I mean, if it's somebody that I could only see at celebration, say like Mark Hamill, um, yeah. I would, I would, I would make. Prior, that a priority but otherwise I, I felt like it's not worth my time to be in autograph lines and things not, it's just not my priority to be in lines period anymore yeah uh, especially I if i that. can get a you know a, a pass like you know with the table and exhibitor pass which allows me to bypass lines and get in a little early and get things done um that is a tremendous part of the experience yeah. And you don't feel like you've, you know, it's, it's, it's exhausting to be in lines. Um, and, you know, really makes a different feeling for celebration overall when you don't have to do that. Um, yeah, and then, of course, the after hours events, which are, are amazing at celebration. The, the best stuff at celebration it happens not at celebration, I think. 
it's really the stuff that happens after hours or, you know, in between. Um, and, um, yeah, that's some of my favorite memories is the things that happen after hours. Yeah. That, that, uh, media pass or the, the exhibitor badge was a godsend. It was definitely a way, definitely you're spoiled, Tony, because you never probably, <laughs> I hope we get to do another celebration like that, but you got spoiled this year. We're not having to wait two hours to get in and just be able to walk in and, you know, it, it yeah, there were some experiences that Jason and I have talked about that we would not have happened, would not have happened if we didn't have that exhibitor badge. Yep. Hello there. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I love I'm you, very Dave. thankful for it. What, Tony? I said, I'm very thankful for it. I, uh, I don't know how I would handle a celebration or a big event like that without that. Right. A yeah. celebration with the peons up the way. I know. I'd have to get the VIP, I guess. Yeah. If you can even get that. Get there's only a, yeah. Those go in seconds. Yep. So, Sam. Uh, yeah, oh, Sam, oh. let me, uh, Sam, your turn. So uh, you came down to our summer social. How was that? Oh, it was it was great. Um, Ryan was extremely gracious and a wonderful host. Um, I I'd met Ryan two or three different times at some shows, uh, like in Cincinnati and and, uh, and I think I can't remember if you'd been to Columbus once or, or not, Ryan. But but so I'd met him before, and I think Glenn, I'd met you at a at a, at a show in Cincinnati. Um, I hadn't met Jason before or Tony, so it was great, uh, you know, meeting you guys in person. And uh, getting to know you a little bit better, and, and, and uh, you know, our families uh, meeting. I know Jason's wife and my wife uh, have a lot in common. Both school teachers and and things like that. So, um, and it was it was also nice uh, for my wife to see collections that were way more crazy than mine. So, it <laughs> took a little bit of the heat off. So that was that was nice. It's it's always um, I hate to interrupt you right there, Sam, but yeah. it's always fun when somebody brings their wife to a. a a meetup for the first time and they just are like, you're not crazy. Right. <laughs> they are looking at the collection right. and just like, right. Oh, they are so they much see, more crazier than you. <laughs> yeah. They see it's all pretty much harmless. No matter how, how crazy it seems, they, they realize, oh, okay, these are fairly normal people for the most part. So, but, uh, but, but yeah, so it, it was great. It, it worked out nice. The timing was, was great because we were already on a family vacation a couple hours away. So we just uh, changed our plans just a little bit and, and drove a little bit further south, and and uh, I'm glad we did. It was it was a good time, and you know we took home a trophy, so that was great. You know, we yeah. came in second place in the in the cornhole tournament, so you know we we walked away winners, so that always helps too. So oh yes, nice. how, so, how so are you? Yeah, so I'm glad you came and your wife and your and your uh, son. Appreciate it. How are things going uh, in 2022 at the West Virginia Club? Uh, it was a good year. You know, we're still in the early stages and growing. Um, I would I would characterize our group right now as mainly a Facebook group. We've only gotten together twice uh, in person. Uh, West Virginia is a unique state in that it's uh, it's a smaller state. There's only just a little over a million people in the whole state, and and it's you know from from one end to the other it can be a three and a half four hour trip. It's they're the, they're not the easiest trips to go. You know. Uh, for a two, you know, if, if you have an event two hours away, um, it's not a, it's usually for most folks, if you're not living in the area, it's not an easy two hour trip or, or anything like that. So, so it's been hard to get together, uh, in person. 
Um, but in 2022, we, we, we do have a show every year in Martinsville, West Virginia. Um, it's in June. Uh, so it's usually the same weekend as Father's Day weekend, usually it's Saturday before Father's Day. Um, and it, it's just a, it's a Star Wars only uh, toy and collectible show. Um, and and the, all the money goes to uh, the charity, to the uh, Children's Miracle Network. And then uh, we, we set up some club booths at some other shows and raised money. Um, so I, I think this year we raised 20, over $2,500 for the Children's Miracle Network here for West Virginia Children's Hospital. So that was that was good. Um, that was I was proud to be able to be a part of that. And uh, yeah, we've got a pretty active active group of Facebook folks, but it's been a little bit of a struggle to get to get in person things, like I said. But but we're 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 going to keep trying here in 2023 to to do that. But I think our Facebook group has over 150 members now. So of course, not all of them are. Our West Virginia folks, but um, but we, we welcome anybody that wants to be a part of that our uh, Facebook community. But um, but yeah, it, it's it's growing, and we'll we'll see. We'll we'll continue to set up at shows and and uh, make our presence felt, and and uh, just you know have fun collecting together. That's what I like. What Narayan said. It's as you mature through the through the collecting the toy collecting uh, journey, it becomes more about you know, hanging out with friends than it does, you know, this pickup or that pickup because the, the, the nice pickups are fewer in between. So the, the social aspect becomes, you know, way more important. And, and at the end of the day, not to sound too corny, but it's, it's more valuable than the toys. And, and I know you say that's you, not to be corny, but I think we all get to that point in our collection journey to where we've got all this stuff or we, you know, you're, you're, you're at a point where that's, that becomes more important. And I think all of us are kind of getting there. You know, we're getting older. It's, it's just, we're running out of room. You either run out of money or stuff's getting too expensive. And it's just, it, I was listening to to David's podcast today. Uh, he's doing his 2022 retrospective and, and he was just like, yeah, sometimes you just got to stop and take a breather and don't go chasing that next high. Just enjoy the experiences. Agree. So are you are you planning on uh, coming back down for twenty three this year? Uh, I, I haven't. I know you guys have posted some tentative dates. I need to take a look at it, but if I can make it happen, we'll we'll be there for sure. Awesome. I'd like to get down for the winter one sometime, but December December's just you know during the holidays it's tougher to to to, to make that work. All the weekends seem to fill up pretty quick with family obligations and things like that. So I'd like to do a winter one, but uh, but uh, we'll make every effort to to get back down there for the summer. And, you know, what was nice about, about your summer social was, like I said, my wife, who is the polar opposite than a Star Wars fan, she, she really doesn't like it at all. Um, but she had a great time. I mean, she, she did. She, she, had, she enjoyed herself and had a, had a great time. So, uh, so I think I could convince her to go again. Very cool. Yeah. While we, while we have your ear, you know, we did that. We were trying to expand, figure out ways to make it like a weekend full thing and, we tried to expand it with like going to visit on that Sunday a couple different collections. How was that? Was that worth your time, yeah, or I, would you? Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot for sure. Yeah, yeah, I I, I like that. Um, you know, uh, in fact, you know, because there was there's so much activity going on on Saturday at Narayan's house, there's different events going on and things you can do, and um, and it's a lot more crowded. Uh, you know, because not as many people did the the uh, collection tour on, on Sunday morning, um, so I enjoyed those 
those two. We did we did two out of the three visits just because it, it, it worked out best for our, our way home. But um, uh, it was more intimate. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed that a lot. Okay. Well, this year, I think we're going to expand to Athens. I'll continue doing that. Sorry. That's okay. I was just going to say, this year, we're going to expand to Athens. Check out Tony's awesome. place, huh? So, well, you're looking at it. You're looking at it. <laughs> Tony may you you well, may could go to Tony's house, but that doesn't mean he has to answer the door. Yeah, yeah. he might not make it out. <laughs> Sometime when you guys come up for a Columbus toy show, um, I'm only two hours outside of Columbus, which sounds like a, a long time, but it, it really isn't. Uh, and there's a, and I know Glenn's done a trip, but they in Ohio they put out this map of 50 or 60 toy shops that's over the whole state of Ohio um, that you could, I mean, you could probably spend a, a solid week driving all the way through Ohio. And I say that, I'm in West Virginia, but I'm right on the border. So, um, but yeah, if you're ever up this way for one of those shows, I'd love to show you my little beaker collection one of these days. Return yeah, the favor to you. Love it. How does, since you brought up toy shows, how does like Columbus compare to Cincinnati, the toy shows? It's a, it's a bigger show. Uh, as far as vendors and it's, and there's more variety at Columbus, but, but Cincinnati is quality. Okay. You got, you got, you got better stuff. So if you're a, if you're a high end vintage collector, I think Cincinnati's, you know, the trip you want to take, plus you've got all the other stuff you can do in Cincinnati with the, you know, revolving around Kenner and, and all of those things. Um, but Columbus is, Columbus is more of a pure toy show. Gotcha. I think Columbus is probably like Xenia. Okay. I love yeah, that. Just my, a little bit. Yeah. 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 My wife got spoiled on that Xenia. So show she's already like, look, Xenia, let's go back up. And she's doing like the, the spring show and stuff. So we, I'm probably, as far as my wife's concerned, we'll probably go back to the Xenia show before we hit a Cincinnati show. Cause I, I even Gosh. enjoyed Xenia more than I think than Cincinnati. Yeah. In, in March this year for the spring, the, Columbus show is on Sunday and then the Xenia shows the following Saturday. So instead of them being back to back, they're in the same week, but they're opposite ends. Okay. You can do Columbus and Xenia, you know, in, in a week's time. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, and, you know, and, and, you know, the shows, the shows have become more about, you know, hanging out with friends and stuff than, than anything else too. Oh Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, that was a, I, always, I always spend more than what I'm playing to. So yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. Even though this year was, this year was kind of, there wasn't as many people there as there were last year. My wife kind of, you know, she was able to dip her toe into it and see what it was all about and like really um, experience it without being like thrown into it with a bunch of different people. And I think with, you know, she's kind of experienced stuff uh, through webs, you know, through everything, through the Facebook group. So she's trying to get more involved. I know we've mentioned going up to New York one time, even when they do their annual, whenever that happens again. So it's, it's fun to watch her get the bug, you know, I'm pretty spoiled, you know, living where I live in that. And I didn't realize that when I first got back into collecting star Wars and I think it was around 2012 or so, um, I was in Cincinnati for a, uh, continue education, class that I had to take for, for my insurance license and I just had some time to kill in the evening and googled toy shops and just kind of stumbled into one and I bought, bought a couple of first 12 loose complete figures and it wasn't until a few months later that I realized that 
I live so close to kind of the vintage collecting Mecca uh, and all the toy shows that are in the area. Um, you know, I, I remember being on Facebook groups of people talking about how, how hard it was to find stuff. I'm like, it's, it's real hard. There's, you know, it's easy to find things, but I didn't realize how, how lucky I was. You know, I, I'm within three hours driving of, you know, a hundred toy shops and, yeah. you know, I, just about every weekend, I'd say twice a month, I could drive to a, a decent toy show if I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, we've talked about Cincinnati. Just anybody that's listening, if you ever can make a trip to Cincinnati, it's worth it. I mean, not only is it the Kenner history, but there is a ton of toy shops. I mean, you we spend I think three or four days up there, and we don't even hit them all. And it's your morning, you're going all day to hit toy shops. Plus, there's a lot of good breweries up there if you're into beer. There is. So, did you guys have any? goals or things that you intended to do in 2022 did you accomplish those trying to keep it generic so you guys i'm throwing a wide net to cast the biggest fish i guess uh i i would oh go ahead tony oh i was gonna say i had goals and i really didn't accomplish them so much to the point that i don't really have goals this year i mean i have things that I'd like to complete, but I'm not, I didn't write down like I need to add this or I need to do this. Maybe not goals, but intents. Did you have any intentions? So no, I, I, I intended to, I had, I had bought a um, CAS membership uh, at the end of 2021. And so my goal, and I wanted to to get a, a loose, complete vintage run. Basically I wanted to grade my loose, Kenner Vintage Run, um, which was expensive, which is why I you know, spent the money on the membership. Um, and so it was great. To, I started that run, but I didn't. I, I, I still need 20, 20 figures graded that I didn't get graded. Now my membership's up, and I don't even think they're doing those anymore. So I don't know. You know, so but I decided that I don't need to be in a hurry. Uh, this time last year, I thought I needed to get them all done this year, and you know, but I, I've slowed way down on that. It, and I'm kind of enjoying, and and I I want to as much as possible find a loose complete figure in gradable condition and grade it myself rather than just you know going on one of the Facebook groups and buying a AFA or CAS eighty five you know Walrus Man or whatever. So mm-hmm. trying to kind of do it myself and one because it's cheaper and two it, it it's it's kind of fun. Very nice, Ryan. Goals for twenty uh, for twenty twenty two. Yeah, I mean, uh, pretty. I mean, pretty much my goals were experiences, and that those happened in spades. Um, you know, in addition to the the um, you know pre celebration experience with Death Valley, um, you know, got to do the you know the running of the hoods at at celebration, which was a ton of fun um, with you, Jason. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, I mean, it was great that, you know, our swags had really tied together with that. And I felt like that kind of opened some doors for us as well. Um, and then, um, also oh. getting to do a celebration panel, uh, at the collecting yeah. track for, um, to do that, um, as well. Um, but yeah, um, you know, 
pickup wise, it felt like last year, I don't know if I put a lot of effort in, but things kind of came to me by people just messaging me and wondering if I wanted certain things. And um, I was able to pick up some pieces I never would have thought I would ever get. So, um, so I've, I've kind of slowed down kind of actively trying to find stuff. Of course, I mean, there's plenty of stuff that I pick up here and there, but it's not, um, you know, the, a, lo a lot of it is people just messaging me nowadays. So, um, and so it, it, it's, it's funny, it's the beginning of this year, I don't know if I've really like purchased anything big, <laughs> which whereas last year it started off with a bang with like, there was like a Spanish Boba Fett card back that, and there's like one or two of those ever in in existence right now. And I wow. never thought I'd be one to own them. But um, there's an interesting like number one pick up and it happened like within the first weeks. week of 2022. So, um, but um, yeah, I mean, like this year is pretty similar, um, similar goals, you know, just great experiences. Um, this year is the fifth anniversary of the, the Moss Atlanta Cantina. So I know we haven't set a date yet for the social, um, partly because I, I don't have my summer vacation figured out yet. Um, so as soon as that gets figured out, because it's going to be some almost always in July, um, but I don't want to do it on a week that I'm already on vacation. Right. Um, so we'll have to figure um, figure out the exact date for that. But I'm looking forward to celebration. I'm looking forward to Toylana. Um, I'm going to be hosting a pre-party at Toylana in a couple couple months here uh shortly after that will be celebration and shortly after that will be the summer social again um and so it would be uh it's going to be a whirlwind and a, um you know a few other meetups later in the year uh, i'm really looking forward to as well um but um no i couldn't have asked for a better year than 2022 um it was kind of like a breakout year after like a couple years of covid yeah, um, yeah. And, um, you know, we had some great, great um, memories from 2021 as well. But I thought 2022 topped everything uh, in the last few years and really made up for it. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't talk about the annual, which, um, but even though I was only there for like a day, that was so much fun as well um, at the, the second New York annual um, in August. I wish I could have stayed the whole weekend because I remember how fun the first one was. Um, but, um, but, um, as it was, um, you know, incredibly enjoyable to see your friends again at any, any, um, anything like that. So, um, I really treasure those opportunities, um, when you can do those things. Yeah, I agree. The annual was, um, was fantastic. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't complete many goals but 2022 is still a spectacular year i mean yeah celebration the annual summer social winter social toilana uh, cincinnati yeah it was just uh it was awesome very cool sam you were talking about the auction yeah i was i was narayan mentioned he hadn't picked anything up yet this year i said there's uh, there's a pretty big auction that's coming up here in a couple of weeks. Maybe you'd have a crack at something there. Oh, Morphe's? Yeah. yeah. Believe it or not, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to even bid on Morphe's auction. Um, 
You gotta get the you gotta get the Yoda Partly box. because the Yoda I don't case, feel don't like there's anything I really need from there. Um, I'm not really going after twelve backs, and I have a twenty-one back fat, <laughs> thankfully. Um, and um, I, I don't know. I just don't. With celebration coming up, I don't really feel pressing need to be spending big bucks on things that I don't really need um, at the moment. So, um, yeah, I've become more and more niche, been more and more niche in my collecting habits lately and collecting things like vintage Boba Fett towels. I'm going to drive up to the auction. It's, it's about five and a half hours. No, I, I, uh, wow. if you're if you're in close proximity, I think it'd be a great experience to just uh, see some of those things uh, in person. I just, yeah, I just want to go see it all. Um, maybe I end up with something if there's a bargain that falls through the cracks or something. But I just really want to go see the collection and then just watch the auction happen and just kind of see it. So it's kind of turning into a little bit of a mini um, meetup. Uh, you know, there's a handful of people that's that's probably going to make the trip. Yeah, and if I was close uh, by, that would be the reason I would go is to yeah to hang out some more with some people. Well, um, but I'm almost I'm almost a little bit of auctioned out lately. There's just so many auctions. Yeah, I feel like every other month there's like something in my email box is like, oh, this auction's coming up, and it's almost like I can't even keep up with them. And like, um, you know, I think I've even stopped looking at like Vectus. And even Hakes, it's just become so overpriced. Every time there's something that I even bid on, I'll get a bid on something and it's like two to three times what it was going for on like Facebook. And I'm just like, oh, it's like, is this even worth like, you know, dealing with these auctions with their mm-hmm. buyer's premium and everything? So um, that being said, I think I won the first thing on Hakes so that I did in like four years <laughs> last year. So, um, which surprised me. But, um, well, Sam, if you get in any auction room, a piece of advice, don't touch your nose, don't sneeze, don't scratch anything. Right. right. <laughs> don't raise your hand and say, I want that one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. We'll have you on after I kinda, we I, talk about it. I, I kind of want to bid on one of the DT Lukes just, just to say I bid on it, you know, but I'm afraid I'd end up stuck with it. So, <laughs> Are they doing any uh, pre-screening or anything? For that yeah know? well you yeah you can actually go online right now and and everything's they're doing kind of like a hakes it's a pre-auction now mm-hmm. where you can actually bid on the stuff right now yeah. um and then like i think 15 minutes before the auction starts uh on the first the online bidding stops and then it's the live bidding gotcha. uh, from there can so you that'll see be the, the pieces will you will you yes, be able to preview the pieces yeah, I'm going up the day before, and and as long as I think they close at four o'clock, and as long as you get there before four o'clock, you can walk in and and view everything. And oh, that's and good. So yeah, so I, I've told people, hey, if there's anything that you're interested in and you want to get a set of eyeballs on it, because you know you can only see so much on a on the internet photos, you know. So if there is something you're interested in, Ryan, let me know, and I'll try to look at it and. You know, tell you if I see yeah, because I mean, there is a little bit of inherent risk, and I know why Hakes kind of has all these graded items, but you know, an ungraded item, if you don't have good photos of it, it can be really, you know, hit or miss as to exactly what you're dealing with. So, yeah, if they if they'd have been a little more patient and as far as waiting a little while to get the stuff, they would have made a lot more money if they'd have graded all those things. 
they would have spent a lot more, but yeah, you, you're right. Oh, yeah. Well, grading these days, you've got to have a lot of patience. <laughs> That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother episode. There, guys. Well, yes, exactly. Yeah. There is a certain grading company that's doing thirty days men on card stuff right now. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have any? Uh, we already talked. Do y'all have any goals for twenty uh, three? What are you guys looking forward to? You guys go ahead. I think I covered that a little bit already for myself. So yeah, I I didn't really set any hard and fast goals. You know, I've got uh, my 48C run that, you know, I try to pick stuff up for that, but, uh, and then the, uh, the commercial posters, you know, I'm trying to complete those. Um, but as far as like goals, I, I was hoping this year I would just kind of take it easy, you know, celebrations out of the country. So I'm not going to go to that. Um, you know, I'll try and go to, I'd like to go to Kane, maybe, or, you know, one of the shows up there. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm just trying to take it easy. This year. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think I have anything on a, you know, on a list that I'd like to pick up this year as far as, a, you know, a collecting goal. Um, for me, you know, I, I just want to continue to to have the experiences and I'm going to go to this Morphe's auction. I think that's just going to be fun. I don't, like I said, I, ha I have zero intention of walking away with anything um, because even, you know, it's, it's just stuff that's mostly beyond my price range or, or really honestly doesn't fit into my, my collecting habits because I'm one of those completest type of people. So if I end up buying one Empire Strikes Back mock, I'm going to end up wanting to all buy all of them. So that that's, right. I gotta, I gotta control that. Um, so, you know, between, so I break mine up sort of in, in shows and trips. So I'll, I'll have Morphe's auction in February and then Columbus, I think is in March and Xenia's in March. And then, you know, we'll go into this. I haven't really looked too far into the summer and fall, but it'll, it'll mostly be, you know, every couple of months taking a, a, a weekend or a long weekend for a, for a show of some kind. So yeah, I, and I'm really looking forward to the Disney, the Disney plus content's just, uh, I've, um, it's not really a goal, but it's just something I'm looking forward to. I mean, the, the Ahsoka show is going to be amazing, I think. And the, that trailer for Mando season three got me very excited, um, and I, I I just think it's going to be great. So, and I'm curious about the the one with Jude Law the, that's coming out later in the year. Or is that the Skeleton is Crew? Is skeleton Crew. I'm curious what that's going to be. So. Yeah, I think I that's know. that's sort of on the same level as Andor was, where we don't know what to expect, but it may blow us away. We don't know. Yeah, I'm hoping for Goonies in space. Hey, I'd be cool with that. Hey, Mikey, got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'll mention one goal, um, and kind of a not really a goal to pick something up, but a goal to probably find time to downsize some of my modern stuff. Um, so I, I have to make a real concerted effort to, I think, because there's things that have just been in storage too long and I, I just don't see a need to hold on to them anymore. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you may have an opportunity come May 13th with the Georgia Alliance's first toy show, which we have to start working on, yeah, but that'd be a great buddy. opportunity to sell it. Yeah. 
I think that'd be a very good opportunity. Yeah. More information soon. Yeah, I think uh, I'm not going to make a goal of it, but curation is one of the things I'm trying to work on this year. Um, Which includes probably downsizing too. Are you still grabbing Marvel Legends? Uh, I still have a ton of Marvel Legends. Um, I'm not really sure. I probably should just get rid of those or get rid of a lot of it. Uh, Black Series is just... I don't know what to do with it, so I, I, I'm just gonna buy a Qui Gon and then try and sell a full uh, <laughs> a full set. See if I can sell a full set. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Hey, Tony, you do the Mythic Legions, right? Did I hear you say that? Earlier? Uh, I mean, I picked up a few things, like I got the the um, the figure Obscura stuff and the giant well, moose. I just. The reason I have, I've got a friend here locally that, mm-hmm. that's really big into the Mythic Legions, and they're really, really cool. And Glenn and Jason were talking about that a little bit the last couple of weeks when they were comparing Hasbro's kind of strategy or lack thereof. And you know, to me, the most interesting thing that they do is they they do the pre-sales and they they make however many people want to buy. So it'll be on pre instead of being a pre-sale for thirty minutes, and they you know they hate. We have 5,000 available for pre-sale. Once they're gone, they're gone. The way the Mythic Legion guys do it is, here, it's on pre-sale for a month. And, you know, if we sell 50,000, we'll make 50,000. If we sell 4,000, we'll make 4,000. And, you know, that's, and then, and then the people that don't make it, that's why the aftermarket's, you know, twice as much on those. But, but you really don't have anyone to blame but yourself because you got plenty of time. You know, if you want to order it ahead of time, you can. So, sure. I mean, they, they've got such a great model. Yeah, I mean, the only drawback, you know, in like HasLab uh, is that at the end of uh, the pre-sale, you pay for it and then you wait a year. Right. Uh, yeah. So that was, I, I didn't pre-order any of the new stuff because it's just not, I, I don't want to do that. I'm trying not to do that anymore. I did that for the last two and a half years with Hasbro. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't think about it. in pre-orders. And, time for it. Yeah, and then all the... I basically had like three Haslabs show up in the last, you know, two months. So (laughs) how's that proton pack treating you? Uh, It's a fantastic side table right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I I just didn't want to do that. And, you know, big bad toy store, they buy tons of those and they don't charge you uh, up front. So I'm happy to pay a, a, $15 $15 premium to get the figure I want and not have to, you know, and have that money for the next year and a half. And you're talking mythic legions, mythic legions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but the... I'm kind of burned on HasLab too. Right. What do you think? Have you opened them up yet? What do you think of the quality of the proton pack? I have no mythic legions. I don't care oh, about mythic the proton legions. pack. Oh, um, yeah, no, they're really cool. The, the Santa Claus was weird because he was like a, you know, they just reused another figure for for him, and you know he's all outfit on top of like a spindly little figure, which is weird. But but the moose is crazy, and the headless horseman is awesome, awesome. But yeah, they are expensive. <laughs> well, we have a theory. Well, you'll never mind. <laughs> 
I keep forgetting we recorded we're recording this before we release our next episode. So it, it's already watched it on YouTube. So they yes, know. exactly. So yeah, you've seen what we're our, our theory on it. Well, so. I didn't I didn't watch it yet. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You just yeah, saw that Glenn, it was on YouTube. Yeah. Glenn, so let I, me ask you, you. Go ahead, Sam. I, I just say I agree with what you you were saying last week. Um, as far as if Hasbro just says heck with it puts out a 50 or $55 figure and you actually get $55 worth of stuff. I think they'd be better off doing that than 30 and $35 figures with, with one accessory. Awesome. How do you feel about that, Tony? You think what you, what's your thoughts? On a, a more, I mean, if it's more expensive and it's more premium, then yeah. I mean, see, I'd, I'd be okay with that. Like I'm okay with buying, you know, Mafex. Yeah, here's my, yeah, my Mafex Boba Fett. Oh wow, um, and he's really nice. I mean, the Hasbro is getting there, but he doesn't. You know, they just don't feel as good as these Japanese import figures. But yeah, the the Japanese figures are incredible. Yeah, and you're also paying fifty, sixty bucks for them. Yeah, well, plus shipping. I mean, it's close. It's pushing a hundred for most of them. Yeah. Like when you order direct from Japan and, you know, most places here mark them up. So. Yeah. Cause I know when they, they did the Bandai, did the samurai figures and I fought, this was in 17 and I fought for a year to buy about that Boba Fett spending a hundred dollars on it. And then when I did it, I was like, holy crap, this figure's incredible. Yep. Yeah. I've got the new uh, book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett coming from uh, Bandai this week that it just went on sale in Japan. So nice. And I'm maybe saving 10 bucks from the U S but still at 10 bucks. Right. And it's on a jet right now. So <laughs> it'll be here. It'll be here soon. It's better than a boat. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm it almost probably doesn't come in a bubble mail. I <laughs> know it probably doesn't. Not. I've seen some of that stuff coming from Japan and it's pretty bad. It's just wrapped in whatever they find. Yeah, and I have no issue ripping into a hundred dollar figure versus uh letting those uh, Hasbro thirty dollar figures sit sit in a yeah. box. It's it's weird. I don't understand it. That's probably related to the excitement to the figure. You're more excited about the one than the other. You're like, yeah, it's another yeah. repaint. <laughs> no i totally i'd have to say that too because my that ten dollar boa fett i have still sitting in the box i have nowhere to put it right now so it there's a reason why it's still sitting in the box but i have no desire or care into it right now i'm like i can see what it's gonna do it's gonna stand there unlike those with the with all the articulation you like you want to get it and see what it all can do you know what a black series is gonna do All right, should we end it? Sure, Wrap man. it up. Anything else? Any any final thoughts, guys? No, just thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I enjoyed it. Anytime. Yeah, thanks you for coming on. Want an outsider's opinion? Let me know. Yeah, yeah. we'll have you on in a couple of weeks after you finish the auction. Part, hey, that'd be great. I'd love to do it. Yeah, you can you can, do, you can show us your haul. You can show them your haul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the plus side, I won't have to pay for shipping. So there you go. Yeah. You can but show us our haul. Making the trip. 
Yeah, he can show us the hall and him sleeping in the doghouse at the same time. It'll be <laughs> yeah. great. Without a car, no more cars. Well, he so, probably hey, he'd probably have one, to swap the car. Yeah, sell the car. One, one one of the ways I sold it to the missus is I we you know I I can't throw away packing material, right? So one of the I'm meeting a friend up there that does a lot of shipping, and I you know I buy and sell some, but I, I've slowed way down, so I don't ship as much. And I literally have one of those contractor grade trash bags full of packing peanuts, and so. I said, hey, I'm going to throw this in the car and I'm going to give it to my friend up there because he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take them all day long. So she's happy I'm getting rid of this big trash bag full of packing peanuts. So, <laughs> you know, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> any way to make it work, Sam. There's a joke in there. I know I won't make it. but <laughs> yeah, any, any, angle, any angle you can take. Right. Narayan, you got any closing thoughts? No, it's always a pleasure to talk with you guys. So uh, awesome. you guys are doing great work with the podcast. And, Thank you. Uh, I'd, love to, I'd love to talk with you guys. And thank you for listening to the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast. If you could, please leave a five-star review of the show anywhere you listen. If it's allowed, it really helps us out and points people to our show. You can follow us on, on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Send us an email or message us. We love feedback. and We love to make you part of the show. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smugglers Galaxy logo. You could find him at the Rock the Force podcast. And thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the music. Hasbro re-release VC6, hashtag vote with your wallet. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collecting community. This is the way. This is the way. The way. This is the way. This is the way.